Seltzer Kings Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are watching Scary Movie. Ooh. I'm Corey Cavan. My name is John Sieber. Hi, and I'm Kevin Doyle, reporting live from Hurricane Ian. <laughs> Kevin is in Florida right now uh-huh. uh, in a vacation condo wearing a tank top mm-hmm. and a backwards hat. I would have liked to see a little bit more Tommy Bahama from you. I know I would, but but no, he's... Bro. He, he's... he's <laughs> we, uh, we lost him. We lost him. He's already gone. He's already gone. He got really excited. He said, bro, what did he get? Okay, listen. I went to the thrift store here. I got uh-huh. my first official Tommy Bahama shirt. Oh, my gosh. We I were talk just about, talking about talk how you about, couldn't afford them. Well, I went to a thrift store, and it was it was $1.75. What? The Tommy Bahama shirts are like $175. Are you sure so it wasn't $175 and, and they just mislabeled it? <laughs> I have to ask my mom, but I'm getting it altered. And I, I, this is, I make fun of them a lot, but this is my real official first Tommy Bahama. Wait, why are you going to get it altered? Why don't you just let it, why don't you just let it breathe? Yeah, dude, bro? you got to let the thing flap. Dude, it, the baggie is coming back in, but the baggie's already back in. All right. Listen, we, we, dude, you don't, ta- you never, don't tailor a Bahama. You don't tailor a Tommy. I, I would never want to encroach on Big or Aiden's style. Mm-hmm. They are, they are full. They would never alter a shirt. It would never <laughs> even enter their mind to alter a shirt. And uh, you got to let mean, the Bahama breathe. I will try it on and send you a picture. And it looks exactly like Mr. Big season three. When he's walking <laughs> the dog. I love it. It That's looks the greatest. Exactly like that. Uh, um, well, uh, I hope I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I hope that you make it out of the hurricane. Okay. Uh, what are what are the chances that you just get blown away during the middle of the podcast? Like how how close is Hurricane Ian? Um, I don't know. Like it was one of those things at the beginning. I was like, I was like, oh, everyone's like talking, and then all of a sudden, like there was like a big beep on our phone, and then we turned on the TV, and Joe Biden is just like, "We're with the families. We will be there. No, <laughs> no matter." That was George W. Bush. But anyways, yeah, exactly. It was like. I, it's like started to get like real, but I don't know. It, it's kind of fun. We made clam chowder tonight. And why, why did your family decide to ride it out rather than leave? Because we don't have a refund policy on vacation. <laughs> and my mom, my mom said we're on the second floor. So the storm surge isn't going to affect us. <laughs> I love Fam- and famous, my, flight, my flight got canceled. So I, Famous really, last words I mean, of every single family that end up floating on a door a day later. I know. Well, I'm yeah. glad that you guys made your last meal of clam chowder. Yeah. Let's get to the movie. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> At least you guys have no. some good farts when you're trapped in that apartment together. Uh, I will say, in case something bad does happen, our thoughts and prayers are with you. Mm-hmm. And, and um, all of the money from the Patreon is going to go to get you another Tommy Bahama shirt if yes. something bad happens. To bury, to bury you <laughs> in. Even though for, we won't, for, to bury me in. We won't be able to find your body, but we'll drape one over, <laughs> totally. uh, over an empty casket. And totally. you guys will be crying, looking over the coffin, being like, he looks so relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> He's really going to rest in peace. Relax in peace. That's what it is. Oh, right, dude. Relax, 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 in, relax peace. in peace. Dude. Well, speaking of speaking of uh, dying things and dead Ooh. things, we're watching, we, we're finally doing it. It's been, it's been teed up to us several times, and now is the perfect week to watch uh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. It's the perfect week because they're releasing Hocus Pocus 2 at the end of this week. Yeah. Do you know the song uh, "Focus" by Hocus Hocus Pocus by Focus? No, dude. It's if if you're listening to this, I don't know if the band's called Focus. Or Wait, Hocus is that the Focus. internet? The like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a very good. It's a very powerful song. Yeah, from like from that song is LSD. Yeah, <laughs> in music form. Yeah. Uh, now I do want to say I I've, I celebrated Halloween a lot this summer. Mm-hmm. Because I had to play guitar for kids mm-hmm. and like three and four year olds. And I played the Monster Mash starting in July because mm-hmm. I was just looking for songs that'd be fun. And it became the hit of the summer. So I played Monster Mash every single week, probably four. And yeah. just letting everybody know that song. Kevin, did we lose you because of the hurricane? Hello. I'm going to go ahead and just plow forward yeah. and follow up on your statement. I because think Kevin played I'll, Monster Mash a bunch. Well, I'll say he, this, though. I'll say this, and we're going to get into a lot of interesting stuff, but um, it's good that you played it in July because you probably didn't know this, but um, Hocus Pocus first came out in 1993 in July. Really? They released this movie Wait, in what? July in 1993. Why? Okay, there's like so much insane backstory about this, and like we'll get into more stuff once we watch the movie. Uh, but they released it in July because kids were going to be out of school, just like the kids that you were teaching. They were like, kids will be out of school. Kids are going to have want something to do during the summer. Let's release this movie as a kid's Halloween movie in July That's instead so, of releasing it at Halloween. So this is a Halloween movie. It's 1000% a Halloween movie. Okay, I, I'm I, not, also, I don't know anything about this movie other than one of the characters has big teeth. Not, I did not think you were going to say teeth, but yes, <laughs> one of the characters I believe does have big teeth. That's, that's, that's the only thing I know. I don't know who the character is, if they're even in the movie a lot, but they have big like beaver. Yeah. Really huge beaver teeth. Right. Uh, yes. We'll see. Yeah. I, yeah, I've, I've never seen beaver. <laughs> I, um, I've never, I've never seen it before, but I believe the character you're talking about is, uh, Bette Midler. Because I've seen, because I've seen, I've seen like you know just press pictures and stuff like that. Kevin, have you seen Hocus Pocus? I have not. I wasn't allowed to watch like witch movie. I wasn't allowed to watch the Smurfs. Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. Well, I I actually did think that when I was thinking about this movie, I was like, it's. I wonder if in 1993, Satanic Panic was like at an all time high. Satanic Panic was happening. I just wonder if this movie was well attended. 
Um, well, actually, no, from reading some of Wikipedia, I, I, I know some facts about what happened when it came out, oh, but I do wonder the same thing with like what Kevin was saying. I feel like I wonder if it had some pushback from parents at the time. Is, uh, can I ask some questions about this? Movie? Yeah, let's, let's do a little question before we dive into the first is, half. Is this movie like uh, adored now? Is it like a cult classic now amongst people? It is now considered a cult classic. Yes. Okay. And what, what makes a movie a cult classic? Um, if it has, has like a big, strong fan base. You know, I don't know well, what I think like. Hi, this is Kevin reporting live. Um, I feel like so Bette Midler is like one of the biggest. She has like one of the biggest, most intense fan bases in Hollywood popular culture. Right. Especially gay, like her gay fan base. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's like a gay icon. Her and Cher and like Barbara Streisand are like kind of I mean, she's kind of. Yeah. She is like on another level as far as her fan base. Yeah. And then when you think about Sarah Jessica Parker, yeah. I know that just sheerly from our Sex and City podcast, people are like, you have to watch this. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like this is one of those movies that just has that, that like people love these actresses. Mm-hmm. And it was also a Disney time. I mean, it was around the time of Newsies. And and it's the same director as Newsies, I think. Um, is this and like kind of has that like er, early '90s Disney fan base of like th- there was only one movie to see at the time, and so like everybody saw this movie. Is this well, movie going to be scary? Um, probably not. Okay, so like I'm just trying to get. I don't do well with scary movies, so when I heard it, when you just confirmed it was a Halloween movie, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not too excited to see it. I don't feel like we're. I'm scared. I don't feel like we're jumping into like the conjuring or something like that. Okay. I, d- I did do, I did. I will say when we do our movie watches, uh, you know, I'm usually doing research as we're doing the podcast, Yeah. Uh, you know, as evidenced on devil Wars Prada, where I was reading some things off and you were like, what? And I was like, sorry, <laughs> not that. But, um, I did a lot of pre-research for this. Ooh, I so, that. I mean, I had like, it's for, called pre-search. I did yeah. some pre-search. Uh-huh. I did a lot of pre-search. Um, I will say, uh, this is not a ton of research, but I just by looking at dates, this is pre Sex in the City. Yeah, or Jessica Parker. This is what else? Nineteen ninety three. What else had SJP been in at this point? Well, she'd been in Annie on Broadway as a little as a little gal. Okay. Um, she let's say that's that's is one, she is, she, is, is SJP a, a household name by this point, or is Bette Midler the one? No, carrying? Bette Midler's the driving force. Okay, of so this Bette movie. Midler's carrying the absolutely the bringing in the audience. Well, and I will say from my pre-search, so she, she was in. Sorry, oh, uh, she she was in L.A. Story and Honeymoon and Honeymoon in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But even those are like L.A. Story is pretty big, but with with Steve Martin, I think it's Steve Martin. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, I, so I mean, she was obviously Hollywood. She was in First Wives Club, Mars Attacks. Yeah, so she was in a lot of stuff. Ed Wasn't Wood, everyone in Mars Attacks? Was, Everyone's was, in Mars Attacks. Yeah, so that's kind of gets never taken like off here. Leading, leading lady. No, no. I mean, I think, uh, uh, and also, First Wives Club is after this. Like First Wives Club and Mars Attacks are after this movie. Um, so, like, well, that's that's fucked up because on Wikipedia, yep, it has that as under the pre-sex in the city chunk of facts. Mm. Well, it is pre-sex in the city, but it's not pre-pocus. Yeah, there's pre oh, and post-pocus. I, I was just doing pre- Oh yeah, 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 no, sorry. I'm talking I'm 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 uh in the pocus timeline right mm-hmm. now. Um <laughs> but uh 
But yeah, I mean, Post kiss. I, I'll say this from my pre-search. It was a movie that some people around Disney conceived of in 1984 oh. and it was constantly like reworked and workshopped. And then they brought it to Spielberg and Spielberg. Uh, they brought it to, or no, I guess before Disney, someone brought it to Amblin, which was Spielberg's company to like ET and stuff. And he was like, I don't want to develop something for Disney that is a competitor. Like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to do this as just someone, I don't want to make a thing for a competitive place. Cause I have Amblin and, uh, and then it kind of just like sat around for a while. And then when Bette Midler came on in the early nineties, it says, it immediately rocketed into production because like Kevin was saying, Bette Midler is just, you know, has such a rabid fan. Yeah. So as soon as she was on it, like skyrocketed into production. Well, we're going to do this in two parts. Yep. Um, let's go watch this is about an hour and a half movie. Let's go watch the first 45 minutes, come back and uh, give a talk to do. Jog it. Katie. Hocus pocus. After moving to Salem, Massachusetts, teenager Max Dennison explores an abandoned house with his sister Danny, played by Thora Birch, and their new friend Allison. Not believing in the town's haunted past, Max accidentally frees a coven of evil witches, played by Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Majemi, who used to live in the house. Now, with the help of a magical cat, the kids must stop the witches from becoming immortal. And now, back to the boys. (laughs) All right, we're back. We're back. And John is now, if you're, if you're listening and you're not watching the video, John is a cat now. Yeah. He's talking. John is Uh a cat and we're all virgins again. Yep. Yep. Um, bro, always was. All right. Uh, um, wh- how how are we gonna do this, <laughs> John? Are you okay? Are you okay, John? What's going on, John? How are we gonna? What are we allowed? What are we allowed to say and not? Say? Well, I, I here's here's the thing. Like I said, John, I did, I did a lot. Of, I I did a lot of pre-search. Place, place. I did a lot of pre-search. Yeah, it's a safe space. So okay. say what you want to say because I've got some interesting things with the pre-search. Okay. Do you want to do pre-search first or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll, I'll, th- I'll hit you with a little Well, pre-search. I'm also, I, I have to watch the whole movie to, to like have true a strong uh, uh, take, but I have, I have some feelings. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's what I'll say. Yeah. When this movie came out. Okay. So this movie cost like 23 million to make. 1994? 93. Or 93. Uh, yeah. 93 cost like 23 million to make. I'm 10 years old. It's in July. Yep. It's in July. I was born in July. My 10th birthday. I'm probably at putt putt. Yep. Totally. Mm -hmm. Um, so cost a lot of money to make released in July. Um, the movie tanks when it comes out, (laughs) it makes like $8 million. What? It is, it is, it's, Released to mostly mixed and negative reviews. <laughs> Pretty much every review, like Ebert tore it apart. Okay. Um, yeah, just like tons of reviewers are just like this, this movie, they're like, you get a great cast, 
Um, you get all these things. This movie does not live up to any of those. So like <laughs> no one liked it. And then over time, because of ABC family and because of Disney, uh, they just like kept playing it over, every and, Halloween. over and over. Every okay. Halloween, ABC family would be like, it's 10 nights of fright or whatever. Yeah. And then it became a cult classic. And then it made, it made all its money back and double. It's made like $48 million. In like in like DVD and sales and all that? DVDs, rentals. Blu-rays? Probably Blu-rays. Laserdisc? It was probably? it was originally released on Laserdisc. <laughs> it was, I'm serious. Um I mean, I rented it for four dollars tonight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You rented it, we watched it. So That's insane. So I think what I want to say is I think what I want to say is um that it, you know, it is um it's it was not liked when it was received, when right. it was released. It was, it was not a, it was not the cult classic that it is today. It, when it was released, it would not be getting the sequel that is coming out this Friday. It's a, so what you're saying is it's a shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason it, that it got any sort of appreciation is because it was crammed down people's throats year after year after year every Halloween um, when it's cold outside people can't go out and after they're sitting in their sugar comatose they're forced to watch um, that movie uh <laughs> sure sure we could say that cool all yeah. right yeah good to know yeah yeah, yeah totally um should we do uh, should we do a recap let's um let's let's do a recap let's uh should we get Kevin back in here <laughs> we Kevin, I, I, you know, this has also become the hurricane pod and, uh, Kevin has disappeared. Mm -hmm. And so it's possible he's going to come back in. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> just got a text from that just said, I'm back. I guess I got kicked out. He's not, back. he's not, he's definitely not back. Um, uh, we really hope that everything's okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think it's just internet problems. Okay. Let, let's do a little recap. So, okay. The, um, the, Let's tag team this recap. We're in Salem. Salem We're in Salem, Massachusetts. In like the, We're in Salem in like the 1600s, right? Yeah, during the witch hunts. Um, and there's a. Uh, What's up? What's up? There you go. Binks. Brinks. Are you actually recording? Binksy. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> basically starts with you guys are seeing behind the curtain. A boy a who, um, whose little sister is it? A, his little sister. Uh, yeah. So there, yeah. Goes his, missing. His little sister goes missing. Yep. And he, um, goes into the woods. It's the 1600s in Salem. Salem. Yeah. Goes into the woods to find her. He's like a, he's like a farm hand or something probably. Yeah. Like, I don't know what in 1600s you were either like a blacksmith. Yeah. You're a like a farm hand or a feudal Lord. You're like a serf of or some a sort. Witch. Or a witch. Or a witch. Yeah. Or a, he would have like, been a warlock. I guess. I feel like you're also like a magistrate. Yeah, but that you're like higher up if you're a magistrate. If you're a magistrate, a, a councilman, you're, you're you in, a councilman. Yeah, you're something. You're something. Let's just let's keep moving. Yeah, he's a farmhand, and uh, his his sister gets missing. He chases her into the woods, um, where he stumbles upon the Sanderson sisters. Yep, and they are gonna um, drain her life, put a spell on her to achieve. Mm -hmm. Uh, they were going to become younger and more beautiful and pretty. Yeah. Kind of fountain of youth kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then he tries to, he basically sneaks in and sees mm -hmm. his sister and he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to rescue her. Um, ends up, um, ends up, uh, 
causing some commotion. Yep. But not enough to where they actually drain the life out of his sister. I mean, what's crazy is they like kill that kid. They kill a kid. They kill a kid. And then they tase him with their magical powers. With their, yeah. They shock him. They turn him into a black cat. Uh-huh. And then they get, the Sanderson sisters get... Um, Executed. Ex- yeah, they get hung. It's like hard cut to them getting getting murdered. Hanged. Getting yeah. hanged. They get hanged. Hanged to, hanged. to death. Correct. Yeah, hanged. And so that's the opening. That's the opening. Um, you have you have a little girl that gets murdered and three witches that get hung. Yep, and a guy, a boy gets turned into a cat. Um, and then you, we immediately hard cut to nineties. Yeah, we nineties yep. Salem, Massachusetts. Yep, school, high school. Um, and where we meet our main characters. Yes. So we meet this family mm-hmm. who has just moved to Salem from ugh, LA. They do the, they do the opposite journey that, uh, the LaRussos do from Karate Kid. The, the LaRussos go from, uh, um, West coast. No, they uh, go from East coast to West coast. Totally. This family goes from West coast to East coast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So everyone is like, this is the California kid. His name is Max. <laughs> he Max does not like being there. Danny, his little sister, mm-hmm. does like. You know, Danny is one of those kids who is like eight, going on thirty eight. Yeah. You know, and uh, wise little kid played played by uh, Tora Birch. Oh, uh, from American Beauty. There you go. Um, but uh, yeah. Max is there. I will say Max's parents, big fan of his parents. Oh my God. His parents, um, they party, they party <laughs> they, hard. He owns some Tommy Bahama shirts. If you know what I mean? His dad, his dad, yeah. his dad would be popping, uh, weed edibles all the time for today. sure. I feel probably, like probably swing- was back then. I feel like they're swingers. They're probably swingers. Yeah. Totally. For sure. Swingers. Totally swingers. Um, his dad probably came back to Salem because he's working for like, working for like a weight loss shake company <laughs> that he got moved out of the California office to like try to start their East coast distribution. He was like, I'll do it. Heck Dude, yeah. He's, yeah. Nutrisystem or something. Yeah. Like he worked that. for Nutrisystem or something <laughs> like that. Um, and, uh, and maybe, maybe his wife like had a boyfriend there that he was cool with. Yeah. He was you totally know? cool. with it. He was like, he's like, yeah, there's some chicks at the gym, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, his parents are weird. Um, not that that's weird, but not that know, that's weird. In ninety three, in ninety three, traveled fast and loose. Yeah, you know, it was not it like the other families up. in Salem. No spoilers, but they develop all of the swinging part a lot in Hocus Pocus too. Oh no, <laughs> I yeah. think that's actually the main. <laughs> totally, that's the main. You know, because they needed to like kind of make it more current, mm-hmm. and so they go hard into polyamorous culture. Totally, and yeah. Hocus Pocus too on Disney Plus. Totally, yeah. It's what, called Hocus Poke Us. What is uh, what is Che Diaz? <laughs> Hocus Poke Us. Is Che Diaz in Hocus Pocus too? I believe Che. I believe they make a. I believe they make a uh, cameo. Nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're we're in the in the school classroom. Uh, mm-hmm. we have new student Max. Max. And w- what's his crush's name? Uh, uh, Allison. Allison. Yeah. He goes, I got to give Max uh, credit. Cause he, he like, he immediately asks her out. Mm-hmm. He like goes for her number. He's like, I don't believe in, I don't believe in this ghost stuff. Yeah. Or, you know, what's your number? Which little, little, little guy's got some, uh, some, got some cojones. Co- Definitely has some cojones. Um, we quickly learn that his life in Salem is miserable. He gets bullied by Ernie and, uh, ice, ice, and some 
like surfer bro who way out surfer bros him. Yeah, I will say this East Coast surfer bro, uh, Jay, I believe. Um, Jay really does out surfer. Yeah, he's got like the long hair. Yeah. He's got the LA vibe. He, they steal his uh, also, cross trainers. Yeah, they see, yeah, which cross trainers, big 90s shoe, yeah. Bo, Bo Jackson. Also, Jay, um, Jay, yeah, Jay very much seems like a, um, uh, oh God, what is that actor's name? I, I do this all the time where I just like blank on you want me just, you James want me Franco, just, big James okay, Franco. I was going to start naming, naming actors. Who would you have named first? Uh, Harrison Ford. No, not him. James Franco is who I was thinking of. Uh, close though. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he gets bullied, uh, hardcore. Also, we find out he's a virgin, which is, which is a bullying thing, That's, but it's a key wait, part serious? of the story. <laughs> what a fucking loser. Yeah, he's a virgin. That's the main what point. Of, that's actually the main loser. point of the movie. I also feel like when we were talking about satanic panics, I feel like there was a, probably a big thing where, you know, some kids have gone and seen this. And then probably like there was like a youth pastor was like, Hey guys, one thing about that movie, first of all, the Satanism stuff, not really down with second of all, virginity is cool. Yeah. Okay. If you think about it, a virgin saved the movie. Yeah. Right? Virginity is cool. Vir- virginity I guess we can, once we get through the recap, we can talk about it, but there are some, <laughs> well, we can talk I about mean, virginity. It's like a big, yeah, <laughs> because it's like, I looked at that dude. He looked like he was slanging it since middle school. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> virginity is like a big trope in horror movies, isn't it? Um, it, yeah, it, uh, Oh, I never even thought of that. It is cabin in the woods. Uh, but I don't watch horror movies. So that makes a ton yeah. of sense. Yeah. There's something about the pureness of someone. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. There's like oh. a realistic Virginia thing in horror movies. So essentially what we forgot to mention is the, the witches get, when they're murdered, they get sealed away until a candle's lit by a virgin on Halloween. They also, they also have a, yeah, that's true. And they also have a, a spell book, like a book of the dead. It yeah. is a living book made of bound in human flesh, I think. Yeah. With eyes. Yep. And, and they have a, a black I, flamed candle. That's what has to get lit. That's the I candle that gets like, lit on Halloween. I feel like this movie was designed to like build an experience at Disneyland. Like it kind of does. They thought, like they that. thought of the experience first and then wrote the script second, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't believe in all this Sanderson sister, witch stuff, he gets bullied. His sister wants to go trick or treating. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to go. I'm, he doesn't want to go trick or treating at yeah, all. His I'm, parents I'm, are super into it. Right. I'm, I don't like anything. I miss my old friends. I used to hang out at Cobra Kai Dojo at Daniel LaRusso. And now I'm here in Salem. Yep. It stinks. And he has to go trick or treating with his sister. Kevin, what did he dress up as for, for Halloween? Uh, in the isn't they haven't dressed up for Halloween yet. He didn't dress up for Halloween, and but then his his dad asked him what he was going to be, and he said, "I'm a rapper." And his dad goes, well, "Oh you, yeah, we yeah, need to turn yeah. that hat a little bit more, buddy." Turn that hat side. to the side. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. And so he gets uh, ransacked. Him and his sister get ransacked. They get their candy stolen, mm-hmm. and he's about to give up on Halloween by ice. By him. <laughs> By friggin' ice. And then his sister's like, and his sister's like, why didn't you stand up for yeah. me? Yeah, totally. He's like, because I'm a virgin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't do anything cool. Because I'm a virgin. I can't fucking stand up for you. I have to I have to focus on getting <laughs> puss from one of my other classmates before she, I defend my little sister. His sister, oh. his sister should have been like, Why didn't you have sex with ice? Get that candy back. <laughs> 
Come on. Um, all right. So, Dude, have you, sex with ice. you know, ice <laughs> with it. Loser, you fucking homophobe. <laughs> yeah. Mom and dad are into polyamory. Why don't you have sex with yeah, ice? Just have sex with ice and take all the almond joys you want, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, so then he's about to give up on Halloween. He's about to give up on Halloween. He's, he's, he's really mulling over his crush on ice in his head. And then, uh, and then, and then they end up going to this one spooky house. Uh, well first they meet up with his, they meet up with the girl. Well, that's it's, the spooky house I'm talking about. Don't they, they meet up with the, uh, you take over. Okay. So they see this one house and she's like, what's this house? And he's like, I don't know, probably rich people. They're going to try to give a cider <laughs> and they go in and it's a bunch of, this was, this has not been explained so far. They go in and it's a bunch of people in like powdered wigs and like puffy and like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's Allison's house. It's, and, um, She's like, uh, so it's kind of a ghost. Was that a ghost situation or they just have, I think it, she was just like, this is my parents thing. They well, her, do it every year. Her aunt, oh, her like shit. aunt works for the museum. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Kevin yeah, just had, but, but do you, uh, am I coming through? Because yeah. Think about it. People probably light that thing all the time, but that's the swingers house that the parents go to but they've never had a virgin in that house. Oh. That's why it worked. Those people have all fucked. Yeah. That's probably what it is. You're right. People are lighting it all. So basically everyone in Salem is, everyone in Salem is very promiscuous. Yeah. <laughs> totally. They don't I pass mean, out that, candy. They pass out, um, they pass out condoms. condoms. They pass out condoms. Yeah. And, uh, they, just, they marked the vert because that thing would have been lit by someone at that place at some point. Right. For sure. For sure. Totally. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Um, okay. So he, <laughs> so they go, he sees Allison. They got a little flirt going on. Oh, weird, yeah. weird. kind. I mean, not weird, very nineties, but, uh, but Tora Birch, the little girl, Danny, she says like, that shirt looks good on you. It wouldn't look as good on me. Cause I don't have, what do you call them, Max? Yabos, <laughs> yabos. which is like a weird nineties word for boobs. Dude, <laughs> like, let's bring yabos back. Let's bring some yabos, dude. Is yeah. that what Fred Flintstone meant when he said, yabadabadoo, I love them dinosaur titties. He would, he would say that when do he was a little uh, more get freaky. Do you think Trey McDougal sub- subscribes Subscribe, subscribes to uh, Yabos. Yabos. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So then, uh, so anyway, they, they kind of all go on a, a little like Halloween walk together. Yeah. Like, Hey, you want to see something? And um, they end up in the house. Oh, and he, and the Sanderson he, sisters, the Sanderson sisters. And he says specifically, he goes, I don't believe in all that hocus pocus. Yeah. Great title. Foreshadowing. Totally. Um, Kevin, what the hell are you doing? Kevin, are you flying away in the hurricane? What are you doing? Getting a high noon. <laughs> I'm glad this movie was released in, uh, I'm glad the movie was released in July because like it makes sense that you're at, at the beach. Like you're in a summer thing watching this movie. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I like it. Um, and, uh, okay. So they go, he doesn't believe free in advertising, <laughs> free advertising for high noon, high noon sponsor the podcast, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then, um, he goes ahead lights a black flame candle with a Zippo that was in there. Weirdly. Um, and she's like, don't do it. And then the, he reincarnates the Sanderson sisters. Cat comes up as well. Um, they try to attack and steal his sister's lifeblood. Mm -hmm. Um, he jumps down and, uh, you know, a lot of bumbling and goofiness. Real, real witches would probably, I mean, like John, I don't think you have, but Kevin, you've seen the witch. I've seen the witch. Dude, the witches. 
I mean, I was thinking about the witch when I did this and I was like, it's so different. Like they also took a child's life at the beginning of this, but like they do it in the witch and it's, it's, uh, Uh, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Is that the same person that did Midsommar? Um, no, it's same person. No, it's not Ari. Oh no, it's not. It's, it's, that's the guy that did, that's the guys that did the lighthouse, but still in the same, kind of in the same crew of filmmakers though. I, I will say this that well i'm not even gonna say it because it's so disturbing but they they when they kill a kid they don't just kill the kid oh it the the, the kid is not they just go fucking hard yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot worse in uh the in the witch anyway in hocus pocus so they try to get this they try to get her he ends up um lighting the sprinklers yeah saying there's going to be some black rain black or something rain coming death, down yeah. and then they're like oh and then they get away. Right. They realize it's just sprinklers. Mm-hmm. They unleash a zombie, a, a goofy zombie out of the ground. Right. To chase him. Um, goofy zombies chasing them. The witches get out. The witches go and start chasing them around the town. Right. Um, I'm, and uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that happened. Uh, oh, the cat talks. We find yeah. out that the talking cat. Brinks, Brinksy. Brinks. Yeah. Yeah. Is the guy we find out that, you know, when, when can I start shit talking the show? Um, I'm trying to think if we got everything. I think we're, I think we're pretty good. I think, uh, we get to the place then where the witches are like, let's go find them. And the witches are going to get unleashed on the town. Yeah. Um, and then, um, uh, I guess the last thing we see is the witches go out on the town. They get on a bus and, uh, they get on a bus and, this guy is like, oh, dude. The I will say that part's pretty funny. Yeah, and that, that guy part was looks good. that guy looks like Robert De Niro, weirdly. Yeah. But um, but yeah, and they're, then like, this, they're like getting, they're like exposing themselves to the '90s world. Yeah, exactly. It's been Three hundred years since they've come out. Exactly, and everyone, and and he is like, you're dressed up as the Sanders, right? Because it's Halloween. Yeah. And then they're like, what can we get? Can we? And he, they're like, we want children, and he's like, I'll give you some children. <laughs> he's in the swinger cult. He's gonna for sure. Him. Anyway, so that's what we made it to. Long ass recap, but All right, uh, so where where does this movie come out compared to like Goonies, Hook, um, like the Indiana Jones movie? Like, I feel like this is. In the same, it's a. It's wait, a, wait. Can I say something? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we yeah. can hear you. Yeah. Damn it. No, we can hear you. We can hear you. This is <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can hear you, okay. but uh. So just gonna keep I going. feel like I feel like this is like a fun, silly adventure movie that is is just a is I don't want to be in the adventure at all. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Wait. Kind of. What do you mean? Like when you're when. Like wait. When can I? Go ahead, Kevin. Sorry. Can you can you can you hear me right now? Yes, because we can. Because I don't know if I don't know if you said this because there was like a glitch, but what was interesting and then you can continue with your very good point. You just mentioned all Steven Spielberg adjacent movies. Yeah. Yeah, true. So you mentioned Goonies, he produced it, Indiana Jones, he directed it and produced it. Um Hook. and then Hook. Hook, which he directed. So it's very interesting that they wanted him for this. Yeah. And he's an absolute master, greatest top five filmmakers of all time. Mm-hmm. And you're, you saw that in the movie, but it's not the master doing it. Well, so that's I mean, all I know. We, we, ha- we haven't finished the movie yet, but there's, there's certainly like a lot of like silly hijinks that take place in this movie. And I, like, I, I will say before, as you're going to do, I do think we get a, 
we've talked about it a lot in Sex and the City, but we get some pretty good Sarah Jessica Parker, yeah. goofy, physical comedy stuff. I feel like that's most of what we're getting totally. out of her so far. I think, I think there's like, there are, there are funny scenes so far that have happened. The stuff with the bus driver's funny. Like, I don't know if it's funny, but the scene with like the bullies, it like feels very eighties, but it's just like, it's missing that attraction of, I desperately want to live in this world. Is it missing the magic? Like the magic of hook, the magic of dude. when you were 10 and you saw hook or when you saw honey, I shrunk the kids. Like when you, you would close your eyes and you'd be like, all I want to do is wake up in Neverland and hang out with the lost boys. Right. Just chant Rufio and like swing from a vine. Right. Um, well, correct me if I'm wrong. But do they have, besides getting the witches away, mm-hmm. they don't really have a mission, do they? Um, because the witches should have. Well, the, the witches are, you mean the witches don't have a mission or the kid, the town doesn't have a mission? The kids kind of don't have a mission. They're like, oops, I let the cat out of the bag. I let the, the genie out of the bottle. And then they have to be like, I guess I guess the stakes seem kind of like besides being like oopsie doopsie. Yeah, I feel like it'd be some of what you're saying, John, is like the world they inhabit is like they did a mistake, and then they have to shake people and be like these witches are real. But that's the end of the bit, and I'm sure they'll raise the stakes later in the movie or something. But it's almost like the witches should be like tomorrow at this time. Right. This will happen. Yeah. Or else we'll be here forever. Like there's no, there's, because it, it's kind of just like they do it and then, um, so also, I don't know, that's some of the no, world thing that I, came to mind. Totally. Also, like, who are we, who's the, who's the protagonist and who's the antagonist? Are we supposed to, are we rooting for the witches? No, I think the protagonist is, well, that's a good question, actually. I mean, I think the witches are the antagonist. I think we're, I think we're supposed to be rooting for Max because Max is the virgin who accidentally lets the witches out and was, and, and I think the stuff with ice is supposed to be like, Max is having a hard time. Totally. But, but I, and, and now they're just trying to get away so they don't kill his sister. But I'm confused by that because like the witches are like super like, they're like super likable. Yeah. They're like goof troop. Right. And yeah. that they, I, I think they need to be, have harder edges for us to actively root against them. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm not right now, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I getting- think also I feel if the lore was done correctly, it'd be once he has sex, the witches disappear. In which case, but they had to cut that because it's a kids' movie, so you can't be just rooting to watch teenagers have sex. <laughs> yeah, that's you know what the I mean? movie Kids is about. The movie Kids yeah. is about. <laughs> In the, in the Harmony Corinne really picked, picked yeah, up Harmony Corinne cut out. He cut out the uh, <laughs> witch part, but he left in all the sex. All the kids having sex. Totally. Yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think that there's like a thing where it's like, I, I see what you're saying. I think it's like the virgin. I was wondering at first, like, why are they going so hard on this kid being a virgin? Even his little sister talking about being a virgin. Yeah. But then that is the lore of only a virgin can do this. And it's kind that of makes a, sense. I mean, it's kind that, of a twist completely over my head. Yeah. And it's kind of a twist where usually the virgin is like a young maiden, but now it's like a kid from LA, a boy. And then, but now, but one thing that I 
just realized is his story is patterning this guy in the 1600s that couldn't save his sister. Yeah. So now he's trying to save his sister in present day and have, and you know, and is he going to end up a cat? Do they explain why? Cause, cause I think the townspeople like burnt the witches. Cause they're like, where's my son? He's gone missing. And we know you hurt him. Yeah. And no, like, wait here. Why oh, didn't sorry. the cat just be like, Hey dad, it's me. Uh, that's true. They don't explain that the cat could, they don't explain why the cat didn't talk back then. Maybe he, didn't. he said 300 years to learn how to speak. Oh, okay. That's I probably missed, true. I missed that. That's probably true. He does. He did learn English. He, he's been doing Duolingo. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty true. Um, well, can I, I wanted to say that it's kind of, um, uh, like the say the weird thing mm-hmm. is like, Salem, the whole idea was like there were no witches. Mm-hmm. And then they killed like they and killed like people. 40 people, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, this is a major problem. So this is already kind of weird that they actually killed real witches in Salem. Because mm-hmm. the whole point of the injustice of Salem was that they killed a bunch of citizens that were just n- normal people. Wouldn't they just like throw um, women in, in lakes and be like, if they don't drown, they're a witch and we'll burn them. And then the, the women would drown. Yeah. And be like, oh, be yeah, like, I think that was Monty oh, Python. But but one thing, because I just read about this because my mom here on vacation is reading a book about Salem. Uh, the real thing, what they think it was is they think that there was a fungus that actually gives people, it makes them like vomit and like foam at the mouth and sometimes have like weird reactions. Mm -hmm. And they think that is like what happened to some kids. And then that's how the entire thing, and it makes them have bad dreams. So one of them had a bad dream and was like, I saw the devil at night. And that's what sparked the entire thing. This movie throws a wrench in it by being like, Hey, there actually were witches killing children, Mm -hmm. in which case it justifies the murder of these witches in the first place. Is this where, is this movie where the idea of like pointy hats and witches flying on broomsticks, that that didn't come from this movie? No. Okay. Yeah. That was way before the nineties. Where'd that come from? No, 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 no. No. Wizard of Oz. Ah, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I'm being, I'd be curious to know where that, like, I'm not, I need to brush up on my witch lore. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Well, witches... I guess the whole thing, one thing that is like, why do you want to live forever? Um, Doesn't it get boring? Yeah. I mean, Voldemort wanted to do the same thing. It's like, why don't, like, how long is an, is enough? Yeah, it's, at some point enough is enough, ladies. But didn't they, they, well, they also I'm, want to be young and beautiful. They want to be that, young that and beautiful. That kind of makes sense that a witch is like, killing a kid to take its youth it's like you know that's it it i think there's something built into the character that's like uh i want to be youthful in order to do that i have to i have to take a child's youth you know and uh um and then eventually that just turned into skincare so i what why (laughs) that's what it is it's oil of olay why was this movie made uh, the movie was made because one of the original creators was talking to their child and uh, telling them a story to like get them to sleep. And they made up a story about um, it originally was like 
some witches in uh some witches and a talking cat. That's okay. the original story. And then it grew into this. Okay. So and then it and then some and then actually the original movie was the original story is a lot darker than this. Really? The original story is a lot darker and scary. I love how original movie, like original ideas are always a lot darker. If you, if you go back and read some of the old mm-hmm. Little Mermaid, like, like shit was pretty crazy. Even uh, what was it? Uh, pretty Woman. Yeah. Pretty Woman, a lot darker. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly. a movie about like her being hooked on coke. <laughs> um, well, also, I mean, this movie, I will give it credit. Like uh, when they, um, when they t- trick or treat and then see Satan, and all of a sudden they're just like, yes, they're like, oh my gosh, my lord, like that yeah. is pretty. I'm, I can't wait to watch that part. Yeah, you might have watched ahead. Oh, yeah, that's watch- where I stopped it. I stopped it right there. It was oh, a yeah, minute like forty six or forty seven. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, spoiler okay. alert. Well, the thing about that that I thought was interesting is the guy that plays Satan in this movie is the one and only, I'm making sure it's true, director of Pretty Woman. What? The guy that plays Satan? The guy, the guy that plays Satan in this movie is the king of the rom-com. Who is it? Gary Marshall. Oh my gosh, Pretty no Woman, way. Pretty Beaches, Runaway Bride, Princess Bride. No. Not, not Princess Bride, Princess Diaries. No way. That's yes. amazing. I, I recognized it. Yeah, and so he plays Satan, and it's actually kind of a funny bit because they are full on like, um, they're like, "Oh my gosh, my lord, I can't believe we get to meet you," and it, <laughs> it makes for some fun hijinks. But uh, but yeah, he. So I think John part of, part of the reason how it got made is it's like it's in this world of all of these people. They're like, let's make a a Halloween movie. He did. I mean, later in life. But it's like he has he's like a huge guy. The guy that made this did newsies before this. They're like, we can put together all of these heavy hitters and yeah. make a Disney hit. Mm. Which they didn't do, and then they did. Are there any other you know? family Halloween movies? Like I feel I feel like you see a lot of family holiday movies. You see like Family summer like break movies and camp movies. But are there other fam- well? I mean, there's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, which is a which is a family ha- Halloween movie. But like, there's not there's not a ton of of like family that I can think of off the top of my head where it's like this is the fun family blockbuster Halloween movie. I mean, Nightmare did Before Beetle Christmas, Juice kind of. Yeah, I mean, when did the, Night, when did Nightmare the, Before the, Christmas. When did Nightmare Before Christmas and, and Beetlejuice come out? Before Those were both after? 90s. Those, Nightmare Before Christmas is 93. But that was this. That was the year this came out. I wonder if they released this in, in also in the summer because that was coming out. Let's see, Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that a then, big budget film? Um, Yeah, it was pretty big, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Beetlejuice is 88. Okay. Um, although I wouldn't consider Beetlejuice, I'd consider Beetlejuice like big Hollywood movie. I don't know if at the time it was like family movie. Yeah. Um, these are like all movies like Kevin, I wasn't allowed to watch. Yeah. I, I snuck into the theater to see Beetlejuice when I was a kid. What? Yeah. Dude, you like ice. Dude, I was like ice. I did that. And then I beat up a virgin for his shoes. (laughs) First cross trainers. Yeah. Um, that's pretty wild. Dude, though, Corey about, and I are always beating virgins up. Always. Always. Um, that's pretty wild about Gary Marshall. 
Dude, that's why we're that's yeah. That's why we beat up Gary Marshall. He's like 86 now and he's still a virgin. <laughs> um, um, um but you know what's interesting? Sorry. No, go ahead. It's a Wonderful Life got famous the same way, but I think it's a much more beloved movie. That's crazy. Um, like It's a Wonderful Life didn't get huge until it was just in the vault. And then they were like, let's play it, let's play it, let's play it. And now it's like Christmas movie for the ages. Totally. That's wild. Um, well, y'all, we're only doing two episodes of this and um, that's it. That's yeah. All, that's all we got. That's we uh, Yeah. We, we're going to have some more triv on the next one. I'm excited to watch the second half of this movie. I want to see what happens. Um, and uh, I, I feel like a lot of my opinion is going to be determined in the second half. Yeah, I think so. Um, we'll have to see if John, John, what would you, what would you give it right now on the scale of Roger Ebert one to four? One. What, what do you have it at? One. Yeah, That's one. What Roger Ebert gave it. I'm not into this movie at all. Uh, I don't think it's fun. I'm not engaged. You <laughs> like, really hate it. I just don't like this movie at all so far. Let me ask you, well, let me ask you, um, what do you, oh my gosh, it came out the same day as Free Willy. What? Yeah. Um, now that was some witchcraft. Oh, and here's another connection. The guy that directed it, mm-hmm. the guy that directed this movie was going to direct the Michael Jackson documentary. The Michael Jackson that ha- that there. The one that is, came. This is it. When he died, he did direct it. Never, didn't he? he directed it, but he he was going to direct that tour when it came out and the movie, and uh, and then Free Willy. Michael Jackson had the song of Free Willy. So there's so many connections. Oh, totally. Yeah, he saw a little bit too many similarities between the witches stealing the life essence from little children and, and Michael Jackson as a human. That he, <laughs> like, I can't. I've already directed this movie. I need to do something else. Um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, you're a virgin. You need to do something about that. Oh no. Um, <laughs> Roger Ebert also gave it one star. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if Roger Ebert could go back and watch it again now that it's a cult classic if he would change his ra- rating. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh anyway, let's we're gonna watch the second we're gonna watch the second act here uh shortly. Come back and, and spill our thoughts. I'm excited to watch this yeah. uh Satan part. We're gonna do the yeah, yeah, totally. We're gonna do the second act on our Patreon. Um got some more triv, got some interesting stories uh about how it became a cult classic. Ooh. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh we love you. Uh, rate us and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate us on Spotify. Follow us there. Go beat um, up some virgins. Go beat up some virgins. Um, if you and, see a uh, virgin, beat them up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Later, taters. Later, taters. Later, taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at bradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. I put a spell on you, cause you're mine. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.